Um, Bam, we're live. I think they can they go upwards of a year. Sometimes long. Sometimes I think usually it's as long as a year. Like that's have the we, longest. Like, have you ever met anyone who's been like not home for three years? Who's just like there? Mm, no, but I've heard stories of like contractors who just live out here. Like, yeah, I, I think I think I met a guy who was uh, he had been he had been deployed deployed for three or four years, but he just lives out here. Like, does he have a house and shit? Um, I don't know. I didn't know. Really, it, was, it was like in passing. And there's got to be dudes who start second second families out there too. If you're a contractor, oh, yeah. Like you yeah, have a wife yeah, and not be surprised. you have a wife and kids here and a wife and kids there. Probably, yeah. Wow, that must get complicated. <laughs> yeah, the uh, there's I've I've heard of more than one divorce that's going to be occurring when they get home. Oh, good times. Holy shit. I can't believe how many people are listening. 34. Incredible. What a show this morning. Tom Guerin, Bruce Wayne, Corey. Hi, Heidi. Good morning. Heidi. Heidi, Heidi, Heidi. Heidi, did you make it home? Uh, Colin Lawrence, hi. Welcome back to reality, all you Florida traveling CrossFit junkies. Brandon Waddell, Ken O'Connor. Good morning. Morning from the biker. Good morning. Jessica Valenzuela. Always nice to see you, Miss Jessica. Judy Reed. Morning, friends. Bummed to have to not have any competition to watch today. No, no, it's fine. We're good. The moral Spiegel from the Miss Universe pageant. I almost stopped saying, um, referring to Danny Spiegel as the beacon of moral authority because, like, they, I feel like they were trying to take it from me and I was going to let them have it. Like, they were leaning into it and kind of embracing it. And so I was going to stop saying it. And then I was like, mm-hmm. it's, it's too good. I can't stop. I can't stop. I won't stop. Austin Martin, Corey Leonard. Hi, Alan Kester. Kestenbaum. Did I fight with you yesterday, Alan? I feel like me and you got into it. I mean, in a good way. Austin Hartman, I'm always fighting with you. Audrey, good morning. Badass Audrey. Mr. Butter. Dina Miller. Matt Schindeldecker. Hi, Matt. Good morning. Uh, Joe, uh, Wilman. I feel like I'll swear less now that I know Matt's here. Mr. Schindeldecker. Sean, Joswa- John, Joswiak. Jo- Sean, Joswiak. Rich Brosda. Holy cow. Naeem. This is more than 34 people. I thought I could read everyone's name. I can't. Sean Sullivan. Naeem. Naeem Hasim. Uh, you gave away Caleb's location by saying what time it was by him yesterday. Still don't think that gives you any information. <laughs> Uh, it gives right, you an idea, fine. I guess. Go get his autograph. Jay Ruffner. Hola, Dina Martinez. You know what's funny is I don't um, – it is true. I didn't think you guys knew this, but one time either you or Sousa said, I love it how you click on them even before you've read them. And I do that. I don't know why, but some just catch me. I probably saw that guy's name, name, and I'm like – I just automatically like picture him like in Africa somewhere. So I'm like, oh, I wonder what he has to say. And then I click it. Did you know I do that? I click them before I even read them. Yeah, sometimes I like you click it, and I've already read the comment. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I get a oh. little worried that you're gonna read it. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> no fights for real in here, Sevy. No more uh, of fight. Uh, no more of a fight. It was a friendly band. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, Mister Keston. Keston. Keston bomb. Guys, um, I was thinking about um, this no plan B thing when I put this shirt on this morning, and I was thinking about how it is, is that it's really just I, I, 
you need to have things in your life that are 100% non-negotiable. On Sundays, no matter what, I don't eat. I did not eat yesterday. I even told myself leading up to last Sunday to yesterday, hey, Sevon, uh, because you've stopped eating at 6 p.m. every day now, you, you don't have to fast on Sundays. And Sunday came and it's non-negotiable. I didn't eat. It doesn't matter. It's non-negotiable. It's non-negotiable. It's non-negotiable that I do a podcast every morning at 7 a.m. It's non-negotiable. That's the same as no plan B. I'm just putting another spin or perspective on it. And why should you have these non-negotiable things? And some people have non-negotiable things like I'll go to all my kids' sporting events. That's not one of mine. If it comes between this podcast and one of my kids' sporting events, I do I do this podcast. Uh, not open to discussion or modification. Yeah. If it comes to like my 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 parents will be at my house, my dad will be at my house, and it'll be Christmas, and they'll be like, oh, come on, Sevon, just eat it Sunday. No, I don't. It's non-negotiable. It's non-negotiable. There is no wiggle room. And here's why. These things that I've chosen that are non-negotiable, that there's no plan B, they only lead to better things. So when I started CrossFit, it wasn't non-negotiable, but because I did CrossFit, I had to quit smoking because the two couldn't coincide together. And so when you have these things that are non-negotiable, no plan B, and you've chosen the right thing, it will push away other things that aren't, don't help you get towards your goal. Jorge Fernandez, it's non-negotiable. He does not drink alcohol because he has no plan B in regards to the sport that he's pursuing, which is CrossFit, and the two cannot live together. Sevon, did you smoke your your cigarettes indoors? Is my voice a little? I had two. Sh- I had. I. You know, it's crazy. I. Um. I just. Uh, before the show started, I forgot my socks, and I ran back in the house to get socks. And while I was in there, I, I threw down a, a shot of espresso, and I think I fucking torched my throat. <laughs> <laughs> not bad. Like it didn't hurt like too bad, but I'm like, Ooh, I drank that a little too fast. Uh, it, 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 you have to have a no plan B. You have to have some no plan B shit in your life. If you want to get better, you don't have to, what am I saying? I'm just telling you it works so well. And it's scary. I like, I, I did not want to, um, there's huge chunks of me that always want to like quit this podcast, but I can't, there isn't a, there's, I can't, it would be so stupid. It's non-negotiable. It's only seven to eight 30. I'm living a fucking dream life. I'm done at eight 30. I have an excuse to look at social media. Um, uh, Caleb, I forgot to send you this. I saw this the other day and, um, I, I didn't. I haven't actually watched the whole thing. I'm going to put it in the private chat. I'll watch it with everyone for the first time. But I saw this and I was like, "Is this real? I can't believe this is." Almost looks like a joke. It says, "Um, what, uh, let me read it first here." It says, "A police, fitness, nutrition." I don't have much of a backstory to this video, but it seems like once again, untrained citizens use, utilizing what seems to be extremely excessive force, making a sensational world star viral video and at times being hailed as heroes in the meantime i'm scratching my head like what let me be the one to scream out this shit is not fucking cool get trained understand circumstances and consequences Uh, okay so these are it looks like these are two guys i watched about 15 seconds of this and then just saved it over here and i was like okay i gotta show caleb this uh 
this is um this is uh and, if, and i would love to know what you guys are doing that's uh, no plan b non-negotiable i'd love to know well what, let me see what audrey Fra- fraser cho- uh, quit 9 11 2012 oh smoking yes it's just it's so just you know why smoking so bad because it haunts you you stop being able to enjoy the cigarettes and you just wonder start thinking about when you're gonna die what a <laughs> fucked up habit <laughs> Uh, Casey uh, Barbour, coverage this weekend was epic. Thank you for all you guys do. Seven is good. Hey, thank God for things like Wadapalooza. No one should – thank God because I was just looking at all our stats this morning, and same with Rogue and this event and the CrossFit Games. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have a podcast. I mean, let's just face it. Like those just skyrocket my numbers. I mean it, it's nuts how uh, – it it's not it's nuts how unsuccessful this podcast is and yet in the world of podcasting it's like one of the biggest podcasts out there it's bizarre there are so many times there's so many podcasts that would just like a thousand listeners a month uh victor brown 1999 for all the coverage this past weekend at wadapalooza thanks dude she you've been so generous victor uh sevy and the crew keep crushing uh the game thanks okay uh, so it's two guys what where do they're just at a like a bus station yeah, it looks like a or it's like in an intersection, maybe. And is that one guy barefoot or in socks or is he on his tippy toes? What's he doing in the blue shirt? I think he's in socks. I think okay. his shoes are right here. And there's a bunch of stuff on the ground. And this looks like this is being filmed from a oh, they're in the street in between a bus and a car. Someone's filming this from their car. That's a side mirror. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Fair enough. Here we go. Man, stop that shit, man. Damn. Okay. Get your ass on, boy. What is he on? Man, stop that shit, man. Damn. So a security guard with a weightlifting background uh, picks this guy up and slams him on the ground. I don't think that guy's head hit the ground, did it? No, it was like the top of his back. I'm sure his head hit the ground too, but it looked like it was. What if that's the bus driver? No, this. I is think the that driver. is the bus driver, dude. I think that guy who picks him up is the bus driver. I think no that's shit. like. I think that is the bus driver. Yeah, I, yeah, I could see that. Like he's got the yeah. Hey, you think he's tripping that he just killed that dude? Maybe. Like, <laughs> oh shit, that wasn't necessary. I don't think he killed him, but he's definitely fucked him up pretty good. Yeah. Because he looks at the guy looks up from the ground like he picks his head up. And just from that guy's physique, he looks like a crackhead. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping to a huge conclusion here. But what I'm seeing is, is that the guy in the blue is just some normal, everyday, regular dude. And some crackheads approached him. And uh, <laughs> oh, and that guy, does the guy in the blue get is he going to walk in front of the bus or is he going to get on the bus? I feel like he might be getting on the bus. Wonder if they were fighting on the bus and then finally the driver stopped him and then he got out and was like, this is bullshit. And then took him out. God. Uh, Victor Brown, Chicago bus drivers are ready. So the guy who's watching this is saying like it's exists. Oh, let's see what Ian, Ian Smith fitness says. I asked this guy to come on the show a bunch. He never responded to me. Uh, excessive force. Yes. Law of the jungle dictates that's bound to happen. I find it hard to believe the dude who got dunked like that hadn't done something out of line. Does it make it right to suplex uh, city him? No, but fuck around and find out. Yeah. I'm, 
So many people need uh, to learn that lesson. Fuck around and find out. I don't. I I don't fuck around. I don't fuck around. Maybe, maybe it's because I have kids, but like I love when stupid. people try to like posture up against somebody else and then they make a fool of themselves. Like some one of my buddies was talking about how he was just staring eye to eye with another guy. Yeah, because a guy just kept looking at him. So my buddy just kept staring at him, trying to like big dick him. Yeah. And then finally he just, he had like a drink in his hand and he just kept walking. And finally he like ran into a pylon and like spilled his drink everywhere. Your buddy? Yeah. Yeah. I did that in college. I did. I stared, tried to stare down like five cops riding by on a bike. I was sitting at an outside a diner. 30 minutes later, I found myself in the back of a cop car. It's like. For an unpaid, do- for an unpaid, uh, uh, what they said was an unpaid uh, dog off leash ticket. Which I had paid, <laughs> but it was, you're right. You're right. I fucked around. I found out what happened. There's no need for that. You might as well no. just leave them alone. Like they're no, leaving yeah. you alone. You leave them alone. Yeah, exactly. But you have the right to stare at them. Okay, cool. You have also they, you have the right to go to jail too. Bye, Sevon. Uh, he walked. Uh, oh, look at here we go, Trish. You want a piece? He walked up behind a guy who weighed 100 pounds and dropped him on his head for words. Stupid. Okay, that's true. Maybe it was just words. That's true. Uh, I don't know what happened before that. I, I, I think that exactly that's what you're saying. I think it was a unthreatening, non-threatening crackhead who every six hours steals something. You're right. I think it's a non-physically threatening crackhead who steals something from someone every six hours to maintain. That would be my guess. So if you want to tell part of the story, I'm going to tell part of the story too. He weighs 100 pounds, dropped him on his head for words. I agree. Then I'm also going to add, uh, if this is like a Mad Lib story, let's also add that uh, he's a he's a chronic thief, and uh, and, and and chronically talking shit to people. Uh, Barry McCockner, uh, remember the gym that Ian Smith belonged to that he kept open during the pandemic? He does not belong there anymore, and him and the owner had a falling out. Well, yeah, no shit, right? I mean, I don't know what happened, but it makes sense. Every gym gym owners have a falling out. Hey, uh, we were supposed to have the cockooterie guy on, and he texted us late last night. We rescheduled for the 23rd. By the way, I am not sure if this is actually going to happen, but I think possibly from the 24th to the 27th, there will not be a podcast. I cannot believe that yet because I don't think I've taken a day off in 7 million days and it, or one year to be exact. But um, by day off, I don't mean like a vacation. I don't want to take a day off. I just uh, I need to reword that. I need to figure out a way to word that better. But so... So, but uh, it looks like I have this opportunity to take my kids up to Tahoe. There's a a place there called Woodward, like a Woodward skate camp up in Truckee. And I'm having an opportunity to take my kids there for four or five days. And I don't know what the podcast situation is going to be like up there. Maybe I just take my laptop and just do live call-in shows and fuck around. Do like how I do it. I know. Shut it. I know. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know. I know. I know. I hear you. Riley S. Didn't Sevon just go on a wild diatribe about no plan B? Yeah, I hear you. But that no plan B has what's made it possible for this uh, Woodward thing to uh, happen, maybe. I don't know. Uh, Woodward is fucking dope. Yeah. And, And maybe it will happen. Uh, no, Austin, please don't take four days off. This show is non-negotiable. I knew, I knew it. I knew it. I dropped the soap and 10 of you want a piece of my ass. I love it. You guys are such scumbags. It's never safe in here. 
Maybe it's not a, to this is not a safe. This it. is not a safe space. I should, yeah, I should have spaced those stories out a little bit, right? <laughs> now, fuck a family. Tell my kids, my kids all the time, why do you have to do a podcast? Yeah, because I buy you Legos, dipshit. Yeah, well, that's why. <laughs> um, I I, I wanted uh, three fifty three. I've been really thinking about this Donald Trump thing when he owned the Miss Universe pageant, and he said that, uh, yeah, uh, uh, don't you like grabbing a pussy? And it's a trip, and I want to be completely uh, honest with everyone out there. I know most of you guys listening to the show know this, but the truth is this. Every good man um, has that in him. And the problem is is that every good man has that in him to grab the pussy thing. Not to actually do it, but to, to, to say that. Like, like, you don't have to grab the pussy, but I could, you know, I could, Caleb and I could be at the bar and a girl could walk in and, you know, be like, oh God, I'd love to motorboat that chick. That motorboat, by the way, for those of you who are old and don't know shit, that's when you put the, your face in the boot. And the, the problem is, is that none of us want a, a guy like that for our uh, daughter. Uh, can you please read the quote of exactly what he said? Fine. Okay. Well, can you pull the, uh, the, the Trump, I grabbed the pussy uh, quote up so, so I, I was thinking about Jr. Right, Jr. is a daughter, and like he, like you don't want, you want a strong, powerful, wealthy man who's kind and loves your daughter to marry your daughter. And yet, what makes a man like that is 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 that grab the pussy thing, too. And obviously, that thing, um, that thing evolves as you get older. Like I don't have that grab the pussy thing in me anymore. Yeah, I, it just um, it just I don't know where it went, but it it it, it changes. It's like green, grab the pussy is like green fruit on a tree. I'm more of a, I'm a ripe apple now. It's a uh, it's it's a uh, it's it's immature. It's uh, it, it, sure Jay Hartle sex uh, a healthy sex drive. Yeah, that could be. Thank you guys because I haven't thought this out, so I appreciate um uh, I appreciate the the help. Bad take, Sevy. What do you mean bad take? I moved on her like a bitch, but I couldn't get there, and she was married. You know, I'm automatically attracted to beautiful. So th this is guy talk. I moved on her like a bitch. So he was making fun of himself. Yeah, this is guy talk. And she was married. You know, I'm automatically attracted to beautiful. Um, hey, that's every that's every healthy human being, by the way. I've never read this before, so I hope I'm not uh, going down a dark alley. I just started kissing them. It's like a magnet. Yeah, well, the. the you can't just kiss anyone you want. We, that's not the rules. But but that desire could be there. Just kiss. I don't even wait. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Grab them by the pussy. You can do anything. And so th this this is this is reality. If you take this piece out of men what you get on the other side of it, the grass is not greener on the other, on the other side of the hill. The grass is not greener. So what you have to do is you have to mitigate this. You have to, you have to, a uh, typical, uh, um, uh, harmless locker room talk. But the thing is, is we don't want to hear it from our president and we don't want to hear it from the guy who marries our daughter. It's tricky, but, but here's, here's, here's where I'm going with this. If you tr you have to mitigate that, but if you try to stop that or try to cut it out of a man, 
what you will end up is with is the the uh, man that just bought the Miss America pageant. You will go from a man who really is really uh, excited about his fame and the opportunities it's open for him to be intimate with women to a man who's turned himself into a woman who is now going to let other men enter your sport, the Miss Universe pageant. That's those are the kind of things that happen when you f- try to fucking stop a, a the world's largest river. You build a dam and you think you're going to stop the world's largest river from going downstream and you are not. You are not. And, 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 and you may think you stopped it. You may change it for a second. But what you're going to do is you're going to end up with a lot of other problems. Sean Sullivan, he wasn't president when he said it. Fair enough. Yeah, stop it or tame it. Yeah, there there has to be right, right. There has to be some. You just have to be careful trying to uh, retard or stop or plug this thing up that makes us men because we're going to end up with some fucked up shit, and it's it's only going to end up keep hurting. It's going to hurt women even more. You think it was bad that some guy said he, he when he's famous he's allowed to grab women's pussies and they won't stop you? That's what he said. Now you have a man who's bought the Miss Universe pageant who says he's a woman who's letting men compete in the contest. And and I was trying to figure out what why everyone can't see it. And, I, and Caleb, I'd love to get your opinion on this. Is the reason why they I can't see their perspective is because they make the presupposition they accept the fact that if you're a woman. If you're a man and you transition to your woman, you're now a woman. And I and that's where we differ. And so they they think they're doing something for all women and feminists because they really believe that that man is a woman and I don't. And that's where we go on divergent paths. Yeah, I think you're right. That's because it, when, right? That's where the problem is. Yeah, because whenever um, – I guess when I've just – when I've talked with people who are transgender or people who – I've just like read up about it. it. They just believe that they now are a woman. If they're, if they were, if they're genetically a man, they will, and they wish to now be addressed as a woman as if they've always been one. Like that's yeah, that, that part I'm cool with. It's the part that if they're really a woman, right? No, that's what I'm saying. Like they believe yeah. that they, they are a woman yeah. so that they, whatever they're doing is to help progress womankind. Yeah, it's it's a trip. So it it would be the same if I ran a red light and hit a car, but I demanded in court that hey, for me, red is green, and so it's not my fault. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, I'm like changing. Did that make sense to you? It like so so I, we all we all see a man, and then six months later he's a woman, but we still know it's a man. We know it. You can't change that. It's like at, you, you just you can't no matter what you can't change it, but it wants to be you called a woman. But we're like, oh, so we can be like, OK, you can't change the, tr- the definition of the word, but you can change the representation of it, I guess. Is that, is that kind of. Well, you can even change the definition of the word, just the, the there's some things are just facts, I, I feel like. OK, yeah, like I'm more cer- I'm more certain that you're a man than I am. The earth is round. If I had to like step on one of these is you have to put all your money in one basket of which one's true. Is Caleb a man or is the earth round? Caleb's a man. I just have more data, more data points for it. Sure. Yeah. But once I see you're a man, for some reason, I can't get my head wrapped around the fact of ever believing you're actually a woman. 
I'm willing to just just like if you dressed up as Batman for Halloween and you said, "Hey, Sevan, can you just call me Batman all Halloween?" I really want to get in the character. I'd be like, no problem, buddy. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But you're but not yeah, Batman. You're, yeah, I'm never going to be exactly Batman. <laughs> yeah, it's I. It, it's like you're 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 honoring the wishes, but it, you know in the back of your head, like that's never going to be the case. Like no matter how much speech therapy you go to, no matter how much how much hormone blockers or testosterone you're taking, like you will always be what was created initially. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you have a basketball and you empty it and you you empty it out with air and then you fill it up with uh, sand and make it a slam ball. That's actually more of a slam ball than a, a man who's turned himself into a woman. Chopping off your penis is a pretty drastic move. I appreciate the effort. Yeah, I don't. It's no plan B. Hey, that's no plan B. It's like you're you are really selling yourself out to be a woman if that's what you're doing. That nuclear waste guy really does look like uh, Taylor. I agree. I I so agree. That was that was perfect. Yeah. So I that's where we differ. That that that's why we can't communicate. The two sides can't communicate because. We don't accept the fact that they're women, like that they have women chromosomes and they really, and they do. So they make that leap. And then now they think they're doing, they're fighting for women's rights. Oh, this should be, this should be interesting. Okay. Bill, speak to me, brother. So this is the, this is the conversation I'd like to start. Okay. Is, you know, we, we like to think, oh, we can turn the clock back to, 2005 or 2011, you know, when it was, you know, Hey, two men could marry each other, but, uh, you know, we weren't touching the kids yet. Right. But what I want to challenge us is an, a true reorientation of reality, because once we accepted that a man could be with a man, we could call that marriage. Then this, we were already on the slippery slope. And to, to answer the question of, pretending a male can be a female. We also have to answer the question of two men pretending that they can be married or two women can be married. You can't have one without the other. The pride flag, right? The trans pride flag started with the original pride flag. And that's the, these are the flags that are now flying across our embassies around the world. Um, just, just throwing that out there as to how, Hey, you think think there should be a, you think there should be a different word for people who are gay who get married? I saying? don't think it's marriage. Marriage is a covenant between a man and a woman. Oh, I, I never thought. Of, I never thought of like that. Is that really the definition? The, the of, did they change the definition for, of it? Marriage. Did they change the definition I'm, of it? Did it used to be that was in the definition that it has to be a penis and a vagina? Of course, the Defense that's... of Marriage Act in 1995, much less the Book of Genesis, male and female. He created that. That's definitely a biblical thing. I don't necessarily think that's a government thing. But if well, it was I a definition. But first of all, we, we, we were a Christian country. And so you would, you could not have asked anyone before, you know, the sixties at the very least that, um, if, if there was something the government could rule that the church could not, the church could not. 
or 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 that religion could not defined by. I, mean, but, I just typed into but, Google: Was marriage ever defined by sex? Hey, uh, Will, I, I, this is uh, this is off subject a little bit, but I want to tell you one other thing. I don't have this isn't scientific proof, by the way, either. But if you think for a second that straight men are are uh, if you think straight men are like over sexualized or what Donald Trump has said, like grabbing a woman's pussy, you can do that when you're famous is over sexualized. There's nothing keeping gay men in check. I have nothing. I have no problem with gay men. You have to know that. But they're the most over-sexualized part of the population by far, no doubt. What keeps a man in check is being around fucking women. The, the unchecked you. sexual energy and crazy shit that goes on in the gay community when you just have men is fucking other level. So before you start checking straight white men, just start checking all gay men if you, if you want to go down that path of just fucking people's lives up stay away from straight men gay men are fucking out of fucking control everything is either make money or ejaculate now that, of course that's a sweeping generalization but relative to us straight men who got girls keeping us in check like let me tell you gay men that is just one giant sex stew at least uh, us a uh, non-gay man we got in our sex stew. we got some other shit like opening doors and crap i'm not fucking I'll, I'll, i'm not joking i'll I'm take not, your word for it yeah, okay. <laughs> i i I, I, uh, you know, that, that's, and that's my frustration with, with Donald Trump too. Right. Oh, he, you're right. The or, original or, definition is from 1891. Okay. So I found it in the dictionary. So they had, uh, well, marriage is not, the state of the, the state of being united to a person of the opposite sex as husband and wife is a consensual and contractual relationship recognized by law. Okay. So that is the definition. And they, just like the MRNA, they now call that a vaccine. They, they changed the definition. They changed the definition exactly. of marriage. Okay. Well, and, and so we, we have to reorient our calculus because, you know, we've started to grow up. Our kids are now starting to grow up where marriage can be can be anything, because if there's no root in the, in what the definition you just read or the book of Genesis, as, as I would even say, or, or many parts of the New Testament, then then marriage is meaningless. Something a, a, a union has to have a limit in order to have meaning. Um, because the na whatever nature of consent or liberty that is limitless because you can't then reasonably exclude other kinds of unions based on those definitions. And hey. so you have to anchor yourself into what, what is true about man and woman inherently. Do you have an issue then for each other? Do you have an issue then then of giving, um, uh, people who like to having the same genitalia rubbed in their face as opposed to opposite genitalia. Um, do you have an issue giving them a different word, but that also allows them to uh, get the benefits by, of, of the law of what, what us married people get? Like, I don't know what those benefits are. I just made that up. Maybe it's not benefits, but, but you feel the spirit of what I'm saying, right? Like we'll give them something called marriage X. And uh, I, I understand what you, I, I understand. And what now you're they saying. get to file their taxes together or whatever the fuck my wife does that makes us married. <laughs> well, I, I would argue there's a lot more that makes you married. And that's why I would not, we, we cannot affirm something that is contrary to the natural law in our civic law. And, and we should, our civic law. Well, I want to disagree with you, but you're right. Law. I want to disagree with you so bad, but you're right. Cause that goes back to what I was saying originally. Our anytime we fuck with our natural law, it's worse on the other side. The grass is not greener on the other side of the hill. Exactly. And I mean, I, it doesn't mean we it, we should treat people with compassion. We sh there should be love and respect that anchors public policy and how we treat each other. But that doesn't mean we have le any less of an obligation to truth and yeah. to to how society is ordered. And that is man, man and woman having children 
who propagate the species and make for a properly ordered life, both, right. both as a family and as a community. Right. And we have, we have just, we have destroyed that because at the center of society is not that anymore. Um, it can be, it can be the Buttigieg's who manufacture a baby with another woman and tear and bring and take those babies from their mother at the moment, moment of birth. That is legal and acceptable and a moral choice that our society approves of. God, I have issues with dudes owning babies, but without a woman. Exactly. I wish I could explain I mean, it, them. I'm not comfortable talking about them, but I, 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 I just, for some reason, dudes with babies, just, I don't. You well, I mean, a, I, I'll, have... I'll, I'll keep the, uh, the more perhaps, you know, scandalous metrics and what's, what's true about how that could go wrong. I, I'm uh, for some reason, you know, I'm maybe it's because I was raised, you know, uh, you know, I only saw my dad on the weekends mostly. I mean, great dad, but I, I would, if, if I, if me, either me or my wife has to die and the kids have to be left with someone, even though the stats show it's better to be left with the dad, I leave him with the mom. I don't want, I don't, I leave him with the mom. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know about that, but I mean, I'm, I'm an adult child of divorce and I, 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 it's, it's destroyed me even though my, you know, my, my parents split when I was 17 or 18. Oh, wow. So, you know, it's, I'm doing just fine, but it's, it has that effect on people when, when that order, that, that, uh, that uh, core unit is, is dismantled and it's dismantled with the approval of, of the state and of our laws. Right. Um, So, I mean, that, that opens a whole nother discussion because it's not just about gay marriage. It's about no no fault divorce. It's about hosts of other policies that, uh, I think are, are problematic. This is relevant because we we've just accepted things as, as our parlance. Um, and, and we should all give it a pause, but, uh, I'll, uh, I'll pause there. Thank you. Uh, have you ever seen that movie? Sure Young, you have people? you ever seen that movie young guns? No, I haven't from 19, the nineties. You should watch it with Emilio Estevez. It's, it's about Billy, the kid. Oh, cool. And I'm wondering if you watched it, if you'd want to change your name to Billy. <laughs> uh, well, there, there are probably some. There's I'm, a line. It's never stuck, though. There's a line in there where he looks at a guy and he says, "Smile, I'll make you famous." Meaning, like, if you draw your gun, I'm going to kill you. But at least you'll be famous. It's a great. It's a, such a good line. Okay, I love you. Thank you for calling, uh, Mr. William. See you guys. Stay safe. Bye. He didn't get a kiss. Mwah. He just got a bye. Uh, okay, so I just want to show you three fifty three. Uh, this is speaking of th- this is this is this is man. I'm going to show you. Ma- just be very quiet and listen. This is man in his natural habitat. Just watch. Here's man. Be very careful. Listen. Look at. There's man. Look at. There he is, doing what men do. Watch again. Watch again. Just n- normal, just normal man shit. There it is. A beer. Maybe maybe that's an orange juice with some vodka. Um, uh, some guys on a field uh, playing some sport. Other dudes checking out your chick, and and you're just chilling. Just chilling, man, in his natural habitat. Enjoy. You can't accept that. Then then, this is dude, Caleb. Right? This is guy. Yeah, just definitely. I mean, and she's definitely just wanting him to be attached to her yeah she's hitting on an she's hitting on another man while put keeping her hands on her man she just i said how much money do you make a year no i'm joking I, they ruined a good bit but that's that's just a guy that's just guy 
and I, I, whether it's right or wrong or, or it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter it's like gravity just just man yeah just man do, do do you want one or not you don't have to have one but don't but don't don't try to change the man because i'm telling you it only gets worse we do shit like turn into women and then we'll take your shit uh bill needs a tug you mean like a handy yeah handy would do i think a hand, will a handy would do will good He's wound tight. Yeah, my parents are divorced and gays are bad in words. He's just working through his, some shit. Just you know, just like he's 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 got a different kind. He's he's plan, a no plan B guy. He's the unnegotiable on some shit. He's working through it. Hey, maybe that's the kind of guy that like you know one day like his car's uh um uh dangling off the side of a cliff. And someone reaches in and uh, gay dude reaches in and grabs him by his penis and saves his life. And it changes his whole perspective. But until then, like we need people like Will, clear thinkers towing the line. He's not out there saying burn gay people. I'm telling you, man, this, these church people, we fucking need them. I'm not fucking around. Hey, I'm going to I'm going to show you something, too, here in a second. It's going to explain very clearly why we need the church people, why they're so fucking important. Do you think that's just because he like hasn't experienced outside of his little circle or do you think he just was raised no. that way and that's what he because I, he's, I, I he's, he's like all of us he's just watching life and filtering it through his own eyes and obviously he has some strong convictions on what works and what doesn't work and he and he part of him is is like fuck some of the shit that i went through doesn't work and so he's right and so and yeah. and, 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 he, and now he, he probably embraced the the lord jesus christ his savior and and the apostle dudes and the, that book and it's probably helped his life and so he's it's like you know it's his crossfit he's like fuck this shit works and and there's so much bad shit in the world that the bible clearly stands against i don't know if stands against is the right word but doesn't want around and so it makes that book very very poignant now right let's say there's a book that's so fucked up right i've never read mind comp right but let's say there's a fucking disease that's killing everyone on planet Earth. It's a virus. And in Mind Comp, the cure's in there. Then all of a sudden, it, it validates all the other shit that's in the book, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean we have I a mean, mental it, sickness that's ravaging the fucking United States right now. I don't know about the planet. And this book got some answers for us. And so, like, all the people who read that book are like, yeah, the whole book's actually good, right? You should see our dude with long hair. He can turn water into wine. Yeah, it's, it's interesting how whenever... Um like you look at like so the Nazi scientists and um, the people who are on who are the bad guys essentially were uh, brought over to the United States and helped develop like the nuclear bomb. Right, or, right. Like the, I mean, it's, I'm not. I don't know if it's like a swerving in ethics or a different, just interpreting things differently. Or, but when somebody is able to help you with your pet project or your whatever it is, then you, you're able to look at them in a different light. Hey, isn't, isn't it? Hi, Corey. Good morning. Isn't it ironic? So we had the guy on the show who wrote that book, um, Ravenous, the history of Otto Warburg. Otto Warburg was a gay Jewish fucking scientist living in Nazi Germany. He was the only Jew that wasn't killed or killed or kicked out of the country. And fucking Hitler hated homosexuals and hated Jews, but Hitler let him stay in the fucking country because Hitler was terrified of dying of cancer. And this guy was the leading cancer researcher. This guy then goes out and finds out that cancer is a fucking metabolic disease and wins a couple Nobel Prizes for it, one which he wasn't allowed to get. He's also the, the father of photosynthesis. That's the thing fucking plants do, right? Meanwhile, uh, 
at that point in time, all of science, oncology, and all of fucking cancer research refuses to look at cancer as a metabolic disease. And and, and it's not until fucking the, the biggest movement we've had since then that sees cancer as a metabolic disease is CrossFit. And that was, that's what Greg was saying. Hey, it's a metabolic disease. It's a lifestyle disease. And that guy won the fucking and, – and so but we spent a trillion dollars going in the wrong direction. And was it because it was funded by Hitler? I don't fucking know. But Hitler hated gays and Jews, but he still kept this fucker around because he knew this dude was on to something. I mean the whole thing is – and then we did the whole thing with COVID. By the way, I saw an article this morning that fucking – oh, I'm going to say it. That fucking bitch – when who we've seen on cnn the asian lady who talks like a fucking ai robot who was like hey we can't we can't let people start eating in rent restaurants and going out in public yet because it incentivizes them too early before that's the only thing we have to leverage people getting the vaccine she is now fucking admitting that between 10 and 30 uh, sorry between 70 and 90 percent of the people who were in the hospital who were reported to die of covid did not die of covid that they were in there and had COVID, but that they didn't die of COVID. It's, it's, we live in, that's in the, uh, that was in the daily mail today, by the way, if anyone wants to read that article. Uh, hi, Corey. How are you? You still taking calls about people who have big dicks? Always. God, it's my favorite subject. All right. Well, I'll save that one for later. I, I have a question. So first, I think we have to thank our sponsors for this weekend. California Hormones and Paper Street, awesome yes. coverage. Yes, yes, thank you. Yeah, California awesome Hormones, coverage. awesome. They, they paid. They they paid for everything. They, uh, Susan's hotel room flight. They're so fucking cool. All right. Well, I'm I'm trying to still find you some more. I'm I'm trying to get on board. I know, um, you're, you're a good. When dude. Did, when did you start down the path of non-negotiables? Like, uh, what, I want to say one thing. For if you? you if you don't think that this podcast will help your business. If you're thinking about sponsoring this podcast and you don't think this podcast will help your business, a call call Gabe. Call the guy who owns Paper Street Coffee. You fucking idiots that are sponsoring other shit. You are fucking yourself. That's like that. Yeah, you, you are throwing your fucking money away. You don't think that it's this is smart money putting into this podcast? Go ask Gabe. Call Gabe. Paper Street Coffee. Gabe uh, Pablo Escobar Maldonado. I don't know his last name. Mel Maldonado? Maldonado? <laughs> He's a dude with the CEO shirt, and he's cool as shit. You, you want to see how a guy leveraged a podcast to make his shit fly? Hi. Okay, go ahead. What were you saying? Huh? Oh. I've always just been like that. I, 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 was like, I was like Forrest Gump, right? So I just didn't care. I just, for some reason, so, so it, it basically went like this. Once I was homeless and I, and I cracked the code on that, then you kind of just don't. So everyone in this world wants to do three or four things. I'm just making this up. Feel me, Corey, on this though. Everyone in this world wants to do three things. They want to they want to breathe and they want eat and they want shelter and then they want sex, right? And maybe shelter and sex are interchangeable, right? So once need, I need, once yeah. I realized I could be homeless, I freed up something that most people will never free up in their life. Ever, ever, ever. So I freed that up. I freed that up and I freed sex up. I used to do practice like not ejaculating. And so now all I have to do is breathe and eat and not, and I work on fasting now too. So when I start, when I don't have those, when I don't lean on those things or rely on those things as much as someone else does, I'm freed of so many shackles that come with what other people accept as shackles, as, as laws that they must live under, as rules. I don't have, I, I've learned to break some of those shackles 
And what happened is, is during them. So then if I'm not worried as much about sex and eating and shelter as the next guy, and I have this kind of discipline and habits, this force gump mentality, then I can fucking do anything. So when I, I was living in my motorhome making shows for ESPN that I d- directed, uh, wrote, filmed, edited, did the voiceover commentary. And so when I ran into the opportunity with Greg Glassman for a year, I could just work for free. I didn't give a fuck. I didn't worry about all that other dumb shit I see people worried about, how much they're going to get paid, what their 401k is, um, I, I, nothing. And, um, and so I was able to just work, just, just fucking work and turn in a video every single fucking day and just out, just out, out hustle everyone. And, and, and when you do that and you're with a startup, you also, I appreciate the question. When you do that and you're a startup, what you also get is I was getting on the job training. So I've been interviewing people now for 30 years on accident. Uh, yes. Since I was since, uh, yeah, almost 30 years on accident every single day of my fucking life. Because and, and so the plan and then now that I'm older, I don't I, I'm not as free. I put the shackles back on me because of these three kids. But I can parlay that mentality of, uh, hey, um, I, I can I can parlay I can I can fake it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I think the way you say it, too, is contextualize contextualizing those, you know, outside looking in, people would see those maybe as failures. Right. Like you give me an example. What do you mean as failure? What do you mean as failure? Oh, like being homeless is a failure? Yeah, like maybe maybe having a bad interview or being homeless or not having shoes or all of those things they contextualize as, well, that's not the story of success. And you know, your ability to contextualize that as they're so confused, bro. I'm on my way there. Yeah. They're so confused. So confused. Here's the thing. If you, if you, um, if you are not, uh, in, I, I'm not preaching to you. I know you don't know this. If you're not, if you're not drink, if you're not addicted to drinking or any drugs and, um, then you, yeah, you, been there, done that. Yeah. And you're free from all <laughs> of those things, nicotine, um, like NO explode. And, and if you're free from all of that, uh, you are, you are on a, there's, there's nothing that you're doing that is, uh, you should consider yourself a fucking winner already and just realize, look at what you have. Holy shit. I'm free. The most val. Do you have to go, Caleb? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Love you. Bye. The most valuable thing we have is fucking our freedom by far. Oh my God. Where's Caleb? I miss him already. And so people don't, um, so someone wrote in one of Hiller's comments. I, I said some, some guy attacked Hiller in the comments and I said, basically I wrote back. I don't remember what I wrote, but I said, who the fuck are you? And there he is. There's Andrew right there. Someone wrote, uh, who the fuck are you? I wrote to the guy, he attacked Andrew and I wrote in his comments, who the fuck are you? Like, shut the fuck up. And I said something to him and he wrote, Hey, uh, fuck you. And your washed up podcast. You're fucking nobody. Uh, you're a guy who 10 years ago asked awkward questions. And, um, I, the only reason why I didn't respond to him is I thought, I seriously thought this, Corey, I thought if I respond to this guy, it devalues my voice. When I talk to people on my podcast, like I look at all these people like Ryan Stokes, Judy, Barry McCockner, Kevin, Bruce Wayne, uh, Jessica Valenzuela. Like I talk to these people and if I talk to this piece of shit on Instagram, I'm devaluing my voice to them. Like I, I want those people to, to be, feel happy that they have me and not see me talking to shitbirds. Do you know what I mean? But you're also pro- you're also proving your point. He's a he's a slave to the narrative. Yes, that he's got in his yes. Head. Thank he you for getting like me back on track. Respond. I fucking am living yeah. a life that he couldn't even fucking imagine. You're damn straight. Yeah. Ten years ago, I was the guy who was asking awkward questions and walking around the games. He's trying to make fun but of that, me that's for something that's like my great one of my greatest successes in life. 
And it's like he didn't yeah. get he didn't get and it. What, what am I going to do? Explain that to him? Yeah, the jokes on him. Dude, I, I have so many screwed up stories, and every time I I, I tell people about the journey, the, the jokes on them because they're nowhere near half is where I am right now because they aren't willing to you know, not be a slave to what they think they're supposed to be and take the risk and fail because that's the way. So yeah. uh, I just I wanted to see what um, what was some of the catalysts for your non negotiables, but. Last question. I think, I, and did I explain happening? it? I think that's it. I think that I, I, you did. yeah, I, I was basically just dumb and like Forrest Gump and focused. And then, and I had freedom and energy for it. And now that I'm older, I realized, you know, that example with CrossFit is fucking so good. I did CrossFit and I, I quit smoking because it just didn't mix with it. So picks, pick valuable things that are non-negotiable. So they'll push away bad shit. Right. Yeah. When's, uh, when's California hormones, the California hormone games happening? I feel like this weekend was a test. Uh, I, I'm not sure, but I will tell you this: I I am compl- I I don't want to like I I have to do some like soul searching because something has to change. I I need to either may allocate more time to spend even more time on the podcast, or. I just need something to change. And I, I need, I need, I, I want, there's things I want to do with the podcast, like things like, you know, explore the California hormones games that I'm just, I either don't have the bandwidth for, or I've gotten lazy or I've gotten, I don't know, but something has to change. I'm not sure what it is. It's, it's not bad. It's good. Like this is all, it's all good shit, but, but I, but I'm, I'm ready to kind of wiggle, uh, um, shed the cocoon I'm in now. I'm ready to like knock off a layer of whatever, you know, what, what does that thing crayfish do? Molt. I'm ready to molt. Yeah. All right. Hey, call me. We should talk it out. Okay. Love you. Bye. Thank you. All right. Love you. Bye. Um, Zoe Harcomb is a guest we had on the show. She has a website called zoeharcomb.com. Uh, bear with me here. I'm going to pull it up. Um, and uh, this article is, is way better than I'm even going to um, do it justice. But basically what this lady does we had her on the show. She's she's absolutely brilliant. And we had her on the show, and she uh, she basically takes uh, research papers and breaks them down. And so you click on this uh, research paper, and uh, you can read her analysis of it. And oh, I may, maybe oh maybe I have a free membership, and that's why I got to see it. Oh, it's so good. Okay, I have to stop sharing this to go to my uh, notes. And then I'll show you. Uh, so, so, so basically, she said in this art, she breaks down this study, and these are the takeaways. Uh, this was some great takeaways. Real food is mostly water. Fake food is mostly starches, sugar, and vegetable oils. Fruits and veg- vegetables are more than ninety percent water. Well, we all know that, right? And so, even fish and meat are over seventy percent water. So trying to consume eight, eight glasses of water a day on top of real food is non-evidence that drinking eight uh, glasses of uh, water a day is good for you. And then she goes on to say uh, if you do drink that much water, basically what you're doing is you're diluting your nutrient intake and water-soluble vitamins, vitamins, especially C and B, and you're more likely flushing them down the toilet. And then the takeaway is, is overhydration is more of an issue than underhydration. And that's if you so so this eight glasses of water a day is designed for shit eaters. 
this 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 common belief. Jeremy World, she is great, total badass. Yeah, she's unbelievable. So um so Hey, don't get me wrong. Nothing's bad. Uh, Paper Street Coffee, take my money and let's open a podcast studio, damn it. Nothing's bad. Uh, It's a good thing that I want to wiggle out of this. uh, Like maybe it was what Dave did by coming over here on the couch. I ordered a table, by the way, and some chairs. And I'm going to try to twist Dave's arm and have him come back um, and see if we can do it again with a better setup. Nothing's bad. I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm just ready. I'm just ready. That was a great question, Corey uh, asked me. That really stirred me up. That like, that that I had never thought that answer I gave him. I'd never thought of it, uh, my life like that. I showed this to my son uh, yesterday. I'll show it to you guys now. He had a very interesting. Uh, I showed this to Avi last night. He had a very interesting uh, response. Um, okay, so this is a. Uh, I think it's a lizard, and a praying mantis. And uh, it, it's it's pretty gnarly. Here we go. And he uh, the the lizard put his tongue on the praying mantis like he was going to try to suck him in and eat him. And then the praying mantis did some jujitsu on him, and then takes his his mandible. I think that's a mandible. Look at those teeth on that lizard. And the lizard's still alive, and he and he snips his jawline. And then the lizard panics and, and shakes loose. And then there's a cut in the film. And you basically see then the praying mantis is eating the brain and the inside of the lizard. And that's it for the lizard. Yeah, it's gnarly, right? This, this part's crazy. This part's kind of hard to watch. And you know what my son said? And this is the part. This is the part that's the uh the the mix of this is where this is where the 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 juggling act is is from i want to grab the pussy to i want to treat women right he said heidig that means father in armenian i said yeah he said i kind of feel sorry for the lizard And, and and there it is right Heidi, I kind of feel sorry for the lizard. Damn fucking right you do. Damn fucking right you do. That that that's uh that's the life. But we don't go to switching to eating fucking insects and beyond meat and making fake meat to eat. Uh but 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 that's that's the 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 dynamic of being a human being that that's the thing that we're all struggling with. But if you were to force all praying mantis to stop doing that to lizards, you don't, you don't get something better on the other side. Yeah. The praying mantis and hummingbird. Yeah. Crazy shit. So I always loved, I always loved seeing a praying mantis in the yard. I tried to raise him in the backyard. I bought a bunch of eggs and hatched them. If you can go to the nursery and hatch praying, you can go to the nursery and buy uh, praying mantis eggs and hatch them. Your kids will love that. You'll to fuck your kids. You'll love it. I saw this the other day, and um, this, I, I've I've often thought that if my kids start doing crazy shit like uh, uh, wanting like piercings in their nose or uh, tattoos on their face or just any crazy shit, that I was going to uh, 
one up them. Like if my kid's like, Hey, I'm going to get a tattoo and he comes home with like a tattoo. I'm going to do, I'm going to get a tattoo on my face and anything that they do, I'm going to multiply it by 10 and be like, Hey, so what do you think about this? You know what I mean? You do something crazy. I'm going to fucking cheat on your mom. Like, Hey, you want to fuck with my life? How about fuck your life up too? You want to lean into some crazy shit? Cool. I'll lean into some crazy shit too. Teach them. You fucking come home with a tattoo and don't tell me. And so I saw this and I just loved this. I just love this. Yeah, exactly. You you do something fucking stupid and come home with a tattoo. And when you come home, I'm going to be on the fucking couch fucking whores. Oh, welcome home, son. Dad, what are you doing? I don't know. I just thought that all the rules were just the shackles were off and we could just do whatever we want. Now you got a tattoo. I just fuck it. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, my God, Katie. Oh, my God. Uh, my brother went through a baggy pants phase, so my mom did it, too. That was the end of that. Oh, God, I love your mom. Holy shit. Uh, a daughter says she's trans and in the ninth grade. I confess to her, I'm trans, too, honey. She's confused. The dad says, no, you're not. Stop being a bigot, Charlotte. Let's do this together. The father wears a dress and makeup and the next uh, the next morning. The daughter is angry and tells him to stop faking. The father says, no, I'm trans, honey. Now get in the car and let's go to school. She's horrified, asks to be dropped off a block away. Nope, the dad says. He walks her in and waves to the people at the front desk of the school. The daughter's fuming. The wife can't stop laughing. He picks his daughter up from school in a skirt and heels, shitty makeup, glitter on cheeks. Um, uh, uh, skip, skips to his daughter and says hi to her and her friends. And the daughter says, Dad, stop. It's not funny. He demands uh, she use uh, his pronouns and calls her a bigot. Right in front of her friends. Uh, the next morning, she's done with the whole trans thing and begs uh, her father to stop. And then it says at the end of this little uh, bit, uh, is being trans now just the 90s version of being goth? Definitely not cool when your parents do it. Lean into it and shame them out of it. I swear to fucking God, I'm up for the fucking war if they fuck around. I, I, I will also kidnap them and take them fucking to live in a village in fucking Kenya. I'm not joking about that either. Where were we? Okay. I'm, I'm enjoying the show today. It's fun. Even though I drank an extra cup of... Uh... Oh, my God. This is fantastic. It's always the white people who win. I, I, find, I, I concede. You're right. I concede. It's always... This, this world is so fucking racist, and it's so rigged for the uh, white people to just win, win, win. I apologize on behalf of all white people. Uh, clearly, a BLM was just another scam, and uh, the the white people fucked the black people again by getting the black people to believe in BLM, and so we have shit like this. Ex-Virginia Tech soccer player benched for not kneeling. Well, it says allegedly. Ex-Virginia Tech soccer player allegedly benched for not kneeling for BLM gets a $100,000 settlement. The whole thing was a scam. So two years later, white people could sue for the insanity that was BLM and get money. So you had a bunch of fucking Democrats 
uh, white Democrats collect all this money so that they could elect more fucking Democrats. And now girls like this get a uh, get hundred grand. I fucking love it. So rigged. So rigged. White people always coming out ahead. Uh, early in December, U.S. District Judge uh, Thomas T. Cullen, former Hokies midfielder. Oh, you guys want me to? Do, you guys want to take a fucking random toll free call? Hello. 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 No. 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 Jackass. Early in December, U.S. District Judge uh, Tommy T. Collin gave former Hokies midfielder the okay to sue the school and coach after Henning said the coach benched her for refusing to join with the team's kneeling in 2020. Uh, the player notes that she was not a bench sitter, having played the third most minutes on the team in 2019 and the most minutes in 2020 her junior year. She was uh, Henning was a starter for 18 of the school's 19 games in 2019. Yeah, I agree. She should have gotten a million dollars. I agree. You didn't you you didn't kneel for a scam. And uh and, and so your coach benched you. Uh, Chris Birchfield. Sevon already has his dress picked out. That's right. My my wife has all sorts of weird hippie shit in the closet. I'll fucking rock that shit. Do any of you guys have a, a dress that your wife has that you're just not fond of, but you say you, you, you give it a thumbs up? I mean, you like it on her. I mean, it's not that you it's not that you hate it, but you're just curious, like how she likes it so much. Like I would ne- like if my wife wore something that made her body look bad, I'd tell her, I'd be like, dude, you got an amazing body. Why are you wearing that shit? It makes you look all fucked up. Only wear shit that makes your body look good. So it's not like the dress makes your body look bad, but she got some clothes in there where I'm like, dude, you like, what are you doing? You know what else I was, after watching Wadapalooza and all the people walk around, you know what's happened in the last 20 years? There used to be these clothes that women wear under their clothes, and now those are their outside clothes. Isn't that a trip? The women's 20 or 30 years ago, they're under their clothes shit is now their outside clothes, at least in our community. And so just just think about that. Just like what like like that's that's a bit of a transition for us. Have some compassion for people like me, old people. I'm I'm just uh I guess, do you mean sports bras? Like just everything. Like they like you'll even see like around my neighborhood, you'll see girls walking around in shorts that are all like lacy that are supposed to look like uh like that that shit that like um a sexy woman wear in 1950 and now eighth grade girls are wearing it out in front of the junior high. Like what the fuck is going on? Like what if what a change in fashion? Corey Leonard, uh, Sevon, please tell me you've seen the updated food pyramid where Lucky Charms are to be encouraged and steak is limited. I did see that. I um, what's interesting is there's a lot of pushback on that. Basically, seen it's saying it's being taken out of context, and I wanted I wanted to research that a little bit more before I looked at it. My first pushback is is if it was taken out of context, it doesn't matter. Like even the fact that they're insinuating that or letting that come out and be interpreted like that is just bullshit. That's not an accident. But I need to look more closely at it. You know, I, I want to say that I saw that like a year ago. And for some reason, I think Joe Rogan posted it. So it's made its way like back to the front again. But yeah, absolute idiot world. Yes, uh, uh, Judy Reed. Yes, and there are not bottoms to t-shirts. Everything is cropped. We have to go around sucking in our stomach all day. Yeah, that's... 
So what the fuck is going on with this world? Just keep people. Well, uh, well. On the other hand, that other the the Craig Ritchie guys completely flipped the script. He's he he he's making it so like you should wear just a shirt that covers goes all the way down to your ankles and cover you all, all completely up. I just like shit that fits so I can move around good. There's this guy. Oh shit! Of course I didn't write his name down, and I can't remember. God, I'm such an idiot. There's this guy. He's an Armenian guy. He's the um, oh, and this guy didn't write his name down either. Damn it! The, uh, I went to this guy's gymnastics gym in Armenia. I actually made a video on it. It's in the CrossFit Journal. He is the uh, inventor of the uh, Iron Cross. He's an Armenian guy. I actually interviewed him, and uh, it's it, this is a pretty cool story. I'm going to play it for you guys. If you guys can't hear it, let me know. This famous gymnastics move was created as a form of protest and got the gymnast disqualified. Uh, can you guys hear that? Oh, God, why can't I remember this guy's name? So someone tell me in the comments. Anyway, I met this guy. I went to his gym. He was in his office. He's older now, obviously. He was like, I don't know, this was like five or ten years ago. That's how cool it was working for CrossFit. Like I was going to Armenia to visit my dad. Expensive-ass trip, right? And Greg's like, hey, I'll pay for it. Do some uh, CrossFit stuff there. But there were no CrossFit gyms there. And then Greg told me, hey, dude, the inventor of the Iron Cross fucking lives in, in uh, Armenia. So I did a piece on this. Okay, here we go. Loud and clear. Thank you. Thank you, Katie. Albert Azarian was competing for Oh, there he is, Azarian. And they originally called it the Azarian Cross, Albert Azarian. I'm sure Albert's not. I'm sure it's said differently in, in Armenian. Armenia and the USSR championships, where his team was reportedly getting heavily underscored on rings. The Russian judges told the Armenian coaches that their athletes weren't holding their strength moves for a full three seconds. Azarian was upset about this and was last to go for the Armenians. So when he lowered to his iron cross, he held it for four seconds, moved his head to face the judges and asked, is this long enough? The judges said yes. He pressed up, faced the other panel of judges on the other side, asked the same question to which they also replied yes. After the routine was over, the Russian judges disqualified Azarian because they said an athlete is not permitted to talk while on the rings. But ever since then, the move has been named the Azarian Cross after Albert Azarian. This famous gymnastics oh, move was right? created as a form of protest what and got the gym. Motherfucker, I love it. Hey, the kids in this gym, the kids in this gymnastics gym, there were like probably no shit, two or three hundred boys in there. It was packed. And it was a huge gym and all the boys were doing crazy shit. I saw so many legless rope climbs, like boys just going up, but huge ropes, 25 feet. And, and there's a lady in there playing the piano the whole time. Like, like, I, like it's, it's like, like, like I was in a silent movie and all the boys are dressed exactly the same. God, uniforms are so important. I didn't understand uniforms as a kid. Now as an adult, I understand uniforms. Uniforms are so important. Not your whole life, but just for kids, just for part of your day, every day. Kids should have a uniform. Okay, how are we on time? Oh, only an hour six. Feel naked without Caleb. Oh, this one's great. This is great. I'm, I'm, this is fucking weird. Uh, this is an Instagram account that's called Bros Laughing. And um, Sevon, speaking of Armenia, what about Azerbaijan taking over? Taking over what? Taking over Armenia or taking over uh, the territory? Did, did they take it over? I'm not following it closely. Uh, B-Sore, Sevon, did you see the graphic posted on CBS Health on January 9th, 2023? It reads as follows. Consider drugs. And oh, yeah. 
we've talked about this too. Susan made a video for this. Uh, that that entire sixty minutes piece, they even say in there that these doctors work for that pharmaceutical company, and that that piece and that show is paid for by that pharmaceutical company. It's all just one giant ad. You know, like when you're flipping through a newspaper and there's something that looks like the newspaper writing, but in small print, it says this is a paid advertisement. That's what that 60 minutes piece is. It's so sad too, because I think my mom and like her generation, like respected 60 minutes and like people like Leslie Stahl and Barbara Walters and just all those people. And and we're just finding out that the vast majority of have turned into just fucking hacks, sellouts killers haters e uh, evil people not one of my favorite words i'm i'm thrilled i'm so thrilled hiller's heart is still pumping after seeing uh seeing watching his video with tnc4 yeah that that i didn't like that that scared me for him too okay uh here we go so this is uh, i can't is this real look at raven <laughs> Is she jerking this horse off? Or is she just scratching its belly? Look at Raven. Crazy, right? That's what uh that's what some of you think that's what Will needs, right? The guy you called. I bet you that girl doesn't even wear. I bet you that girl doesn't wear makeup. Oh my word! What are we watching? I, I don't know. That's the thing. We we it's, someone needs to move the camera under the horse. But I mean, I I make some assumptions. I definitely make some assumptions. Definitely make some assumptions. Okay, uh, three forty-six. Uh, yeah, this is a, one of the craziest moments in sports history. And it's nuts to me that a sport like this has such insane, amazing social media. And, uh, oh my goodness. You want to hear something crazy? You want to hear something about that guy, Brian spin, the barbell spin guy. Um, Brian Spin, uh, uh, this weekend, that guy who spent $250 on an airline ticket and slept on someone's couch at Wadapalooza, he comes on the show once in a while. You know, he's, he's the real Brian, and then Brian Friend's the fake Brian. Um, he, he did 100 Instagram posts. He published more than 40 interviews with 56 different athletes and coaches, 32 athlete reels, and 17 athlete posts. I just want to reiterate, this is what I was saying to Don. Uh, I said, just hire some 17-year-old kid and give him a 1000 bucks, and he'll fucking crush it for you. This isn't obviously a 17-year-old kid. This is a seasoned CrossFit journalist. But, uh, dude, if, if I'm a business owner or I'm CrossFit, I give this dude a thousand bucks and tell him to fucking put a tag for my business in front of beginning and end of every post. Why hasn't someone done that? 
if I'm CrossFit, I just immediately hire this dude. Hey, so he, all they had to, all he, so, so this is how it works. This is how easy it is for, for you fucking idiots who fucked your way to the top of power at CrossFit. This is how easy it is. You tell this guy, you know, he's going to Wadapalooza and you know, he's going to make a shitload of content. You tell him, Hey, here's a thousand bucks. Uh, anytime before you publish anything, send it to us. We want first right of refusal on it. And then, so here's a thousand dollars. It's basically uh, just uh, good faith money. And then for every piece that we want, we'll get, you send us something before you publish it. We'll tell you within 10 minutes, whether we want it or you want it, or you can have it. And then if we want it, we'll pay you an additional $250 for it. So then basically you get to just steal his best shit from him. And he gets to make some pocket change and get rewarded for his hard work. Do, do, please someone tell me you realize how fucking stupid they are. Like what the fuck is going on over there? And you have five people like him and you only spent $5,000. And you leave the people who fucked their way to the top in power out. You just let them stay at home. You can still pay them. Fine. I get it. A lot of people fucked their way to the top in a lot of companies. It's okay. If you're not a creative, you do not fucking belong at an event. Let me repeat that. Free, free, free service for CrossFit. If you are not a creative and you are creating, you do not belong at an event. Save your fucking money. Uh, Judy Reed, $19. Love this Love this happy and positive podcast where we go from gay marriage, Trump crop tops to praying manises and happy horses. Thank you, Judy. I know it's, it's, well, wait till you see this next clip. Wait till you see this next clip. This is this Judy. Wait till you see this. Uh, Oh, Dick butter. He has your stink on him. CrossFit won't touch him. Kidding. Not kidding. Fair. Uh, um, okay. Uh, God, I wish Savon would name names. Hold on. God's talking to me. Oh, Savon, whatever you do, don't name any names. Sorry, dude. I tried. I, I tried. Please, God. It's me, Savon. Stick to uh, horse porn. Okay? Just stick to horse porn. Stop grinding your axe with CrossFit. Little bitch. Okay, sorry. I tried. I, and I, and I, Trish, I won't give up. Fuck that God, dude. Yon uh, Clark, their egos wouldn't allow that. Here's the thing. They can just make more money and chill at home. Ray Kroc, that content. That's, is that the dude who owns McDonald's? Hell yeah, bitch. Okay, here we go. Watch this. And this is, this is just bizarre that this sport has just shit that's like better than... I mean, I put this up here with that gee clip. I mean, this is... Get your head fucking wrapped around this. I don't even know what fucking sport this is. But get your head wrapped around this. I mean, this makes me want to play this sport. Between the two bowls, so there is just room. <laughs> the way Greg asked him to play that, you'd think he was three feet away from it. Call it these guys you wouldn't expect to miss either, to be honest. Well, he's very close to splitting the two red balls and getting to the jack. That's what the target is. Oh, look at this. Oh, that is ridiculous. That is just so good. It is ridiculous. Which is between the two balls, so there is just three. His coach told him to do that, and the dude execute on, on it. 
I could so see Chase and um and Shawnee uh and, and Brian Friend uh, commentating that. Oh my goodness. What a shot. He and, and he didn't he did wasn't even didn't even get excited. Uh what's in, what kind of sport is this? Uh it's usually played outside on the grass. Bowls, it's called bowls, is awesome. Played for years growing up. Popular sport for uh, retired in the UK. Uh, Audrey, they're literally doing whatever you and Hiller say. Go watch the video ideas recently, and they seem oddly familiar. Well, th- th- that Comic-Con shit, that weird shit that they're doing on their Instagram account, that, like, it's it's like, it's like gateway drug to kitty porn, it seems like. Those little fucking characters, like Allie, that shit is, like... Tell me the sport is dying. What is it? What? How do you say? It? Tell me the sport is dying without telling me the sport is dying. Tell me the company's dying without telling me the company's dying. What? How do you? What's how does that go? There's some like catchy like millennial line for that. And and for God's sake, do a live podcast. Oh, I already showed you this. I I, I titled this one "Men's Ingenuity." That's so funny. I, I thought that clip was so funny where that guy's wife leans over him and he just puts her boob into his mouth. Okay, here's another one. This is just dude stuff. If you're not if you're not into dude stuff, it's like pee, pee break time. Here we go. So this is a woman doing the uh, splits, and this is a uh, just uh, this is her her husband. Let's just say this is her husband. Here we go. Pretty creative, right? I had no idea that you could get your penis up higher. I didn't even know that if you did a handstand walk. Did you know that? So he can't get it like that. So he... Just clever. Dudes. That's how desperate we are. We'll walk on our hands to get it. Oh, don't get carried away. Someone's like, tell me, pull up dart championships. Don't get... That. No, 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 no. See that? No, no, no. Easy. Easy. I hate the magic of uh, CrossFit narrative. It's not magic; it's common sense. I know. It's. It, I do like. I, I like the message, but the. Um, but the. It, it's just the, the idea behind it is just low rent, right? It just it feels like the same person people who made like those kettlebells, um, like anxious alley. I want them to make like one that's like. Um, uh, uh, corporate Christie, and it's a kettlebell girl, and she's blowing barbell Bob. And, and then it says how to climb to the top at CrossFit, and it's just a kettlebell sucking off a a rogue barbell. Caller, hi. What an amazing weekend, Sevon. Oh, Gabe, what's up, brother? Jethro. Oh shit, not even close. <laughs> not even close. Oh, uh, are you? Uh, are, you, are you? What are you? Are you Latin? Puerto Rican. Uh, I wonder what Gabe is. Are you, do you live in Jersey? Long Island. Oh, just wondering why I confuse you two. You the last time I called, you did the same thing. Oh, that's awesome. Did I really? Yeah, you're two for two. 
Oh, good. That's good. At least I'm consistent. He's probably Puerto Rican or Dominican. He's got to be one of those two. Yeah, he's something. He's something. Anyway, what a great weekend of programming on your part. Listen, I was just thinking. Hey, do you understand why I can't talk shit about Wadapalooza too? You understand why it's like I don't give a fuck about like the scoring or any of that shit because I was able to be on the air and, and put on 400 subscribers like my like they, they own me. Like I'm on I'm on the Wadapalooza tit. Like I don't want to talk shit about them. It makes for good content, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, it does. It does. But but there's a dance to it, right? Of course. Like I like I could I need to hold Dylan and the Wadapalooza crew up on a pedestal. It's okay to crack some jokes when I see that they're wearing dirty underwear, but I got to be careful. I still got to hold them up there. Yeah, you got to talk about it afterwards. A yeah. little debrief. <laughs> uh, I can't talk too much shit. I got to come back next year. I fucking loved the event. It was the greatest team event in the, in, in the sport. I believe it. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, Jethro. No, so I was uh, the correlation. Oh, you broke up. You broke up. Say that again. The correlation of what? Between the live chat on your podcast and the live chat going on with the uh, live stream for Wadapalooza, so much different. And I think when I started CrossFit nine years ago, it was that community. And the community was all in, supportive. And I even mentioned on the, on the uh, live chat, you had about a 10% like rate. That, 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 that chat had a 1% like rate for Wadapalooza. Way ahead, way ahead. So I think... The- between everyone in the live chat is so supportive. I wish CrossFit would embrace the Sevon podcast like that. Yeah, I've made it hard for him though in, in, in their defense, right? I mean, I, I'm pretty squirrely over here. I just hate that it's so corporate now. Me too. I do like the right. people though. I do like the people. I do like Don. I do like Dave. I like Nicole. I do. I, I like uh, uh, Daniel Chaffee. I do like the people. I was, I was, you know, and even the people I don't like, I like. I was bummed to see. I, I really, really was bummed to see Gary Gaines let go. That really sucked. Like I, like I, when he came on, I just mashed him, and then I was starting to like him, and like I was liking the evolution of my feelings towards him, and then just to see that dude get whacked, that or or quit or whatever the fuck happened to him. I, I'm pretending like I don't know. By the way, I'm pretending like I don't know, but uh, I do know exactly what happened. Just so you know. It's the same correlate as the people, as the athletes that come on the show. You know, those are the fun people. They get it. The people that don't come on, mm, those are the same people that wore masks for two years, you know? Yeah. Well, there's also the people who are just trying to make money. True. Yep. You're right. Yeah. And and I'm not hating on them either, but, but, but then they, they're also open to attack also for comedy's sake. But that's what I said. Imagine imagine if Danny Spiegel just leaned into it. You know how many shirts you would have sold? Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, oh, for sure. Get it. Yes. Maybe, anyway. maybe she right. should have oh. made a shirt that says the beacon of, um, of, Oh God, she should make a yeah, shirt that says the beacon of moral authority. I, I would buy one. Yeah. It's so good. All right, guys, off to work. Take care. Okay. Later. Good hearing your voice. Looks later. like, a, so Gabe is Puerto Rican and Ecuadorian. That's what, uh, that, so, uh, um, Jorge Ventura is Ecuadorian. I'm an Ecuadorian magnet. Uh, Jeremy uh, e. World said, or someone said, who said that that I was getting Stockholm Syndrome, maybe. I, I had to look that up. Uh, Stockholm Syndrome is a coping mechanism to a captive or abusive situation. People develop positive feelings toward their captors or abusers over time. This condition applies to situations including child abuse, coach-athlete abuse, relationship abuse. Well, yeah, we're all just mirrors here. So if you have... If you have 
love in you, you will eventually express it for the weirdest things. If if you're confined to an area where, I mean, you're not going to suppress it unless you're enlightened, then you won't exp- ex- uh, suppress it. It will just pass through you unexpressed. But if you are a, a regular person um, trapped in the uh, matrix with no skills of cultivating self-awareness and letting things pass through you, then everything will express itself regardless of the horror of the situation. It's funny that they call it Stockholm syndrome, but yeah, I, mine is more, more than just Stockholm syndrome. I don't know if I have that, but mine is, um, I, I appreciate the dance that I do with all of these people like, uh, um, Wadapalooza, uh, Caleb, uh, Matt Souza, um, the Shawnees and Tommies, the uh, morning cockups, the, the, um, uh, my kids, like I'm starting to appreciate the dance I do with this whole variety that's in the world. And I, and I like the dance. I'm enjoying it. And I, and I, but, but sometimes it's fun. Like sometimes you have to, you throw glass bottles and people get hurt, but it's part of the dance, but I don't want to kill anything, you know, or I don't, I don't even want to bite the jaw of the, I didn't even like that part when that praying man has bit the jaw of that lizard. Yeah. Not everyone uh, appreciates the dance. I agree. And there's times I don't appreciate it. Like, you know. <laughs> it's called enlightened. I thought I was just emotionally broken. Oh, fine. I got a little positive spin on it. Okay. Wait, uh, where are we? 125. I, I, I'm all alone today. Uh, oh, here's... here's uh, Here's, this this is this is interesting. I I used to work at a home for developmentally disabled adults, and I made a movie called Our House. And there's a scene in that movie where two of the uh, adults are arguing about who's who's smarter. And one of the staff comes over and goes, "Are you guys arguing about who's more retarded?" And um, <laughs> I saw this, and it it, it reminded me of it. Uh, here we go. I don't know what's happened to Pierce Morgan. I'm not a huge follower of him, but it seems like he's maybe been red-pilled a little bit. Okay, here we go. Right, to put people like yourself into a, a pop video celebrating that kind of weight. And I ask you honestly, to be honest with yourself. We've had all this with Tess Holiday. She's on the cover of Cosmo and it's all celebrated. There's no mention of it being a dangerous weight. Honestly, if you were really concerned about people being obese and, and representing something bad, you would take yourself off the air because you're not exactly slim yourself. Well, right? okay, I'm 220 pounds and I'm six foot one, right? You're five foot four and you're 380 pounds. So there is a difference. I'm not morbidly obese. Right, but you're still right? I'm actually fat reasonably too. healthy. You're still fat reason- too. Is it right to put people like yourself? <laughs> he, he called her on the show to tell her she doesn't belong in the front because she's fat and she fucking said you're fatty too. Oh, what a, what a world. What is red pill? Uh, can you tell me, um, uh, Mr. Uh, Caller, what red pill is? Red pill, I want to say it's a reference to uh, the Matrix or whatever. Pretty much just uh, for, from what the kids are saying these days, getting out of the, I guess, nonsense of just society as a whole. For example, like Homegirl being on the cover of like a Sports Illustrated, like what exactly is that? Yeah. Or the idea of like, oh, being like 
like being a, some like soft, demure, little like putsy man is supposed to be, you know, good for society. I guess reptile would be, I guess, the rebuttal against that notion. Uh, uh, Rambler, Republican pill. No, 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 not Republican pill. It is a reference to the Matrix. It's basically uh, just a reference to to waking up and seeing things for what they are instead of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Katie says it a big old dose of logic. So people will say to you and, and there's just ass backward logic everywhere. And I'll give you this one. Just it's a it's a simple one. People will say to you, um, uh, uh, I'll be barefoot and people will or my kids will be barefoot and people will say, where are your shoes? And so basically all automatically what those people have done is they've made a presupposition that wearing shoes is the right way to go and they're in their head and that's how they see the world. Every, and it can be as, it can be as nuanced as when someone sees a rose and they say it's beautiful. You automatically know one thing they didn't see. They're not looking at the rose anymore. Anytime you put a filter up between you and the world, you're closer to the blue pill. Every time you don't have a filter up between you and the world, you're closer to the red pill. The red pill is where all the happiness is. When the, the fewer filters you have and the less noise you have and the more you're just in union with the world, the more happiness you have. It's like when Bob Marley sings that song, even the nuclear uh, – don't worry, be happy, and there's a line there, but even the nuclear reactors are perfect. Like you start to see the world in this giant union. You see it for its interconnectedness, and the closer you are to that – but. But for, for it could also be as simple as like you you hear your whole life that Donald Trump is racist and then you start digging around looking for where he's racist. First, you define racism, and then you figure out, start looking around for where he was ever racist and you can't find it. And then you realize, Bro, holy shit, it. people have been given a narrative. A critical race theory is blue pill because it gives you a narrative to look at the world through. That's not true. You've chosen some fucked up narrative. Yeah. It gives you an out. Yeah. I it, mean, I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say it like those things are in society. However, it essentially allows you to, Hey, I'll just be the victim and let just like my life go to the wasteland. And if it does go to the wasteland, well, it was your fault because you're a white man and you know, white man's the devil. So it's not my fault that I, I mean, obviously there are some issues, whatever, fine, but. Hey, I know plenty of black men devils. I know plenty of black men yeah. devils. I know plenty of white men devils. Yeah. I know plenty of fucking Asian uh, yeah. devils. I know, I know a couple. I know plenty of those too. Yeah. Speaking so. of devils, have you seen that ridiculous like nutritional chart? I think Stu's have posted about it on his yes. Instagram about like yes. Fruit Loops being healthier than like an apple. I was like, who pays for this? Yeah. There's no way that this is actual. Well, I guess that would be that. that that's blue pill science. Fruit Loops are now healthier than like an actual fruit. And I know you have your thing with fruit, but I mean, if we're going to compare it. Oh, dude, eat as much fruit as you want compared. I, I'm, 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 uh, I, I'm okay with fruit. I, I, I've lessened up on my, my aggression towards fruit. <laughs> Did you finally have a banana? I've had, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plenty of bananas with my, with my uh, liver king protein powder that I'm trying to eat as fast as I can. Yeah. The, oh, this dude, fucking, yeah. For, did you, did you hear that article that I was reading earlier today from that Zoe Harcomb did that basically uh, food, uh, fruit and vegetables are 90% water and meat is 70% water. And then if you eat processed food, it, there's almost no water in it. It's like starch and vegetable oils. And that's why people are always really? saying you need to drink eight ounces of uh, eight, eight glasses of water a day. But she said, if you do eat, uh, drink eight glasses of water a day. Basically what you're doing is you're diluting uh, uh, the uh, vitamins and uh, nutrients in your body and especially vitamin C and I forget what the other one was, but it's like, yeah, it, it all makes sense. Everything is fucking a clusterfuck. If you just eat whole foods, you're good. 
but Whole Foods is expensive, man. Have you seen those? No, no, not not Whole Foods. Not not. <laughs> nah, I'm just I'm just messing with you. Okay, dude. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> nah, nah, we're not going that route. But dude, have you seen the egg? What is it like a, a, a pandemic now or something? Eggs are like a million bucks now or something. Hey, dude, I went to uh, I went to the store the other day, and a piece of beef jerky used to be a dollar forty nine, and now it's four forty nine. My kids asked me, I'm like, fuck you, I'm a buy. They wanted three pieces of beef jerky using me thirteen dollars. I'm like, no fucking way, am I buying you that? I, a yeah, year ago, it was a dollar forty-nine. Is there a reason why? I mean, yeah, there is. A, there's. A, there's a lot of reasons why, but I'll tell you the one simple reason. I'm all ears. Two. In, in, please, please feel free to fact check this. There in the in the two year when the uh, in 2020 there was 66 trillion dollars circulating on in the planet's economy now i Uh think there's a hundred trillion dollars circulating in the economy meaning that 33 percent one third of the dollars circulating in, in the world's economy have now been printed in the last two years that's really positive for an economy i'm sure and th- what that's do it's just devalued fucking everything and caused and caused massive inflation skyrocketing. So when you do that and there's so much more money and and basically what's happened is is the price of goods have skyrocketed, but the um, amount we're play, paid uh, to work has not gone up in in conjunction with the the price of goods. They basically just printed too much more too much money. Yeah, see, clock cutter said it. It's pure theft. I'll, let me see. I want to see if that's true. What I just said. Uh, how much? Money circulating and world Did you Google economy. Just Google um, sixty-six trillion dollars in planet economy, and one should pop up on Google by the visual capitalist. I I just saw one that said it's forty trillion, but I did see. I'm, I just I'm, read. I just read. Uh, if you're searching for the total amount of physical money, notes, and coins, you can expect to have around forty trillion in the world right now. Yeah, what I heard is there were sixty-six. And then it went to a uh, hundred trillion, but um, whatever, whatever it was, let's say my numbers are wrong. Maybe no one knows. Maybe no one knows it. Basically what <laughs> the problem is, is they printed too much money. Of course they did. I mean, what the, I heard, I saw another crazy stat. The United Kingdom in the last two years has printed more money than all of the money that they had ever printed in the history of the country. I mean, when I, I can't even get my head wrapped around that, really. I'm not even sure how exactly. Like, are we just like buying debt against the future? Like, yeah, I guess that's how it works. Like, what worse is that? Because I mean, at some point, you got to pay up. I imagine I'm not an economist. That's why there's so that, that's why there's so many people that just don't work because they live off of the fact of that of that the the money that makes money. That's what the whole fucking government is. I'm not saying we get rid of all of government, just half of it. But I mean, at some point, you have to go back. I mean, you can't just live off like someone else forever. At least I don't want to. Tyler Watkins, the Aust- Austrian economists have been talking about this for decades. Look into Murray Rothbard or Ludwig von Mises. Ludwig von Mises sounds like a James Bond villain. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for calling. Later, dude. All right. Bye. Uh, Sevon, buy an Excalibur food dehydrator. Make your own jerky. Uh, so easy and tastier and without the added junk. 
Excalibur food dehydrator. Excalibur dehydrator. She knows how to do all that stuff. I should just ask her. Excalibur food dehydrator. Looking at it now. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Oh, God, I would love to have that. Oh, my goodness. The last thing my wife's going to let me do is put something else on the kitchen counter, but I would love to have that. Oh, my goodness. That thing is crazy. Call her. Hi. Spawn. It's Mr. Spin. Hey, what's up, brother? You have your, uh, is that your last name that came in on my phone? Yeah. No wonder, no wonder you just let me call you Spin. Holy shit, that's some fucked up bunch of letters. Exactly. Wow. Is that Italian? Dutch. Dutch. Oh, yeah, of course. I should have known. I thought there was an I at the end. Yeah, the Dutch got all sorts of... They, they, they have no... They're reckless with the alphabet. Completely reckless. Yeah. Same with the Germans. Okay. Hi, how are you? Hey, good. I uh, landed in Nashville already. And then uh, somebody said you were talking about me, so I scrolled back a little bit. And... Uh, it's interesting you talk about, you know, collaborating with CrossFit or, or whoever. On my Sarah Sigmund's daughter reel, I actually invited a lot of lizards to collaborate and it's still letting still sitting there saying not accepted. Yeah. And and, and um I, I well, let me see where is that reel? It's on your Instagram. Yeah, it's probably about four or five rows down, maybe. I'll be the judge of what I'll pretend like I am uh Sasha. And, uh, and and whether I would want to uh, collaborate with that. Hold on, spin. And, and I understand that some people are short on resources or it's hard. Oh, I see one that's three. I see one that's three away. No, go down about four. Down yeah, it's your left. Uh, your overhead squat list. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Stand by, people. I'm gonna. We, we will. We will let's see. Maybe they just didn't see it, but let's see. Uh, is Brian? Um, does Brian? Does Wadapal? Should Wadapalooza collab on this for free? Okay, every, everyone pay attention. You get ready to vote, everyone. Action. Make, make the ground shake. Holy shit, that weight belt is tight. Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah, yeah. I don't see the offer to collaborate with them, though. But I can't see he that. He won't show it. He won't see it. It's playing on my back end. I, I, I invite him to collaborate. Um, they're tagged in it. Yeah. And then they get a note, a message on it. Yeah, maybe uh, they just haven't seen it yet. But you're right. Yeah, exactly. Like that. That's like a. That's like a no. Uh, no brainer. It's easy, right? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Oh my God! This is an insane everything. picture of Devin Kim and Jesse Smith. Yeah. Wow, that's powerful. You took that with your iPhone. Yeah. I use an iPhone and a GoPro all weekend long. God damn. What, are you in portrait mode? How did you get that depth of field on that? Yeah, it's portrait. I mean, I'm limited by who's near me, but I do what I can. My God, that's an incredible photo, dude. Uh, yeah, this is cool. Man, you killed it. Let's see this one. Oh. Come in on my thrash. Is this the same video? Oh, yeah. Sarah's great, isn't she? Come in on my thrash. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, here, he, I mean, definitely he, one of the highlights. 
I don't want to uh, like I, I don't know what they've seen or haven't seen or who's able to cold cull through their uh, uh, social media. But I do know and I don't know what resources they do have. But I know I know that CrossFit had five or six people on the ground there probably. And the and the fact that yeah, it's just hard. It's just so it's just so hard to watch when it's just so. I, I if if I was running the show there, I'd have been in the VIP section, drunk as fuck, and getting thirty times as much content. And by the way, I envy what you're doing because I, that you're doing exactly what I used to do, and I love doing that. Thank you. Okay, they, they like my stories, and I tag you better stuff too. So I mean, maybe they just missed this one. But again, if I was them, I'd look at the handful of people that are doing media. Are you in a subway station? And work with us. Uh, just walking outside the airport. Oh, okay. I gotta, I gotta go to real work now. Okay. Well, have fun. Thank you for calling and thanks for uh being my friend. I, we're friends, right? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for being my friend. Okay. Bye. All right. See you. All right. Confirmed. Friend. Yeah. Everyone crushed it this weekend. I I only watch I only wa- I watched their stream for about two hours and I thought it was fucking great. People are complaining. I thought I, mean, I just needed some more wide shots, but th- that's my complaint always. I'm like a broken record. Hey, how about this? Okay, listen. If you if you are an obese person, I have an amazing idea for you. An amazing idea, but you got to be obese. You ready for this? I got this other amazing idea that I want to do with this friend of mine too, but she lives too far away. This chick, she has the most insane body ever. And I want to do this. Uh, I have this fucking crazy idea. I think it will be bigger than liver King to do with her. So fucking good. I want to share it with you guys. I just wish I would get off my ass and do it. I just, Oh shit, it's time to play with the kids. Okay, listen, this is it. So if you're obese, I have the fucking craziest idea for you. And if you only weigh 250 pounds, like this idea isn't for you. This is what I think you should do if you're if you're like, especially if you're an agile. If you're an agile, like if you're 6'3 and 450, this this idea is for you. And I'm telling you, this shit will go fucking viral. You will be a fucking god. And you have to be able to talk and have some funny one-liners. Like be like 50% as funny as me. 5% as funny as Daniel Tosh. Basically, you just go around and uh, and and test test furniture. You just go places and sit on shit. Uh, you call it the stress test IG account. You just sit on shit and break shit. Look at this chick right here. That's all you do. You just sit on shit and break shit. Look at I like, look at boom. Done. Look how athletic she is. Walking look how she grabs her tits, dude. Like a dude would have grabbed his cock balls. Look how she just holds her tit like that. I just love it. Look, look. Athletic. Doesn't even doesn't even flinch. Wasn't even close to falling down. Oh yeah, that's a great that's a great title too. A fat at fat fuck. That would be awesome. And you just go around and you te- hey and you ask someone like Brian Spin to come with you. And you just you go into an IKEA and just test shit and just break shit until they kick you out and then you claim it. Um, you claim it's because of uh, it's, it's like racism or what, what is it? Like one of those isms. You do an ism ism on them. Damn. I I honestly think that lady's probably. Be a candidate for this. 
That was a fluke that that chair broke. Sit think because I don't really Watching the tide. I didn't even notice how she grabbed the move like that. bringing it home. Like, my God. Watching the tide. You guys see it, right? Gas ovens require a mask now. You guys see what the irony she's wearing a mask now. Wouldn't that be a great um, that be a great uh, Instagram account? Stress test. You guys like it? I'd play those clips all the time. Have you guys seen that account where the guy that I showed on here where the guy goes around and uh, tackles deadbeat dad, supposedly? He's like this football player and he goes into the hood and just drills dudes. Uh, yeah, th- this, uh, she, oh, really? She knew, really? No, 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 no. I think, I don't think obese people like this. I think this is, I think every time they sit on a chair, they panic. They, they're, they're like concerned. They know what, they, I mean, that's not the first time it's happened to her. But to go around and do like if I was obese, that I would do that for sure. I would just lean into it and just start breaking shit everywhere I go. Just go straight into an IKEA and destroy shit. Uh, Anthony Hendricks, Sevon, uh, yesterday the Wadapalooza stream kept dying, and after the third time, it sent us to the podcast coverage. No shit. Like as a as a as part of the YouTube algorithm, I did notice every time their stream went down, ours doubled. Yeah, isn't wouldn't that just be so fun to do that? Hey, you go in there just like with uh, a double scoop of ice cream and it's just dripping all over you too. And like you sit on beds really hard. You just sit on shit hard and just break shit. Jump up on like um on like like on dressers. And they're like, "Sir, what are you doing?" Be like, "Well, I, when I buy this dresser, I know I'm going to sit on it when it's in my bedroom, so I need to test it out in here." You know, I'm a big man. Uh, she demolished that chair like she would demolish a Golden Corral buffet. I swear, if I'm going to have Trish write for me if uh, this show ever, uh, when this show, sorry, when this show gets huge. Uh, Sevon, yesterday, okay, you already read that. Hey, I guess that's a, um, Anthony Hendricks cracked the code. If you just say Sevon, if you write Sevon first, I, it gets my attention and I read it. I wonder if, if, I'm, if it's that easy, if you crack the code. Try before you buy. I know. Yeah, and that's another thing, Paulina. Good, good, good point. For the stuff that doesn't break, like you're, you're good to go. Maybe someone should market a chair like that. That's just called fat fuck, the unbreakable chair. Hey, it's got to be unsettling for people who are like 400 pounds everywhere they go, and they consider sitting somewhere. They have to know that be like, <laughs> like, oh shit, what if I break it? Yes, Mister Butter. Yes. Oh damn it! I see what you did. Uh, I see what you guys are doing. Damn it. I, I don't know if it was better, Mr. McCockner. It was different. It was different. Uh, it was, it was, uh, your coverage was uh, better than Wadapalooza coverage. I don't know if it was better. Oh, shit. There's my emails. God damn it. Oh, no. You guys can't see them. Uh, okay. So the Ikea bit is full of good ideas. This show is a little more lighthearted than usual. Oh, here we go. This is fun. Okay, this is it, and I'm leaving. Um, is there a show tonight? Is there one scheduled? I don't, I don't think so. Although I do want to have. Yeah, should I ask Brian if he wants to come on and talk and just? Uh, oh, I've, I've, 
I have Travis Bajant on tomorrow. I don't have a skill. I have two shows tomorrow. I, I could, I could, um, I could call Brian. I've never called Brian on the air before. Should I call Brian? Let me see. I don't, I don't want to commit to anything yet. I want to play with my kids right now. Um, okay. Look at this, but I, but I do want to do, I would like to do a show. I'm kind of, a, I'm, I'm, I'm in addicted mode. Okay. Here we go. Look at this. I think we played something like this before, uh, but I, I don't know if these are the same girls. Check this shit out. 407 pounds. It's a little unsettling, isn't it? It's kind of like watching someone do a flip on a motorcycle in person. I like watching their breathing. I watch their mouths to see if they breathe the same. Oh my God, those girls are special. Hey, what about their what about their lockout at the top? Do they need to hold it for just uh, just a tiny bit more? Or no, am I tripping? Like not a lot more. Like I don't know, like one one thousand more. God, how do they do that? That's four hundred and seven pounds. Look at everyone staring, except that old guy on the left just wants to die. Okay, I'll get, I, I, okay, I'm fine. Okay, fine, fine, fine. It's long enough. Caller, hi. What's up? What's up, dude? Just uh, back at work. How's that going? After, um, after this weekend, it's been crazy. Uh, what's your job? Uh, hustling coffee and hustling freaking making people listen to the podcast. Gabe! Yes, sir. Dude, you need to drink a cup of coffee. You're making me want to take a sip of coffee. My God, what happened to you? Did you lose one of your balls? Why, why are you so mellow? You, are you just exhausted? I'm tired and I took a flight in the morning and now I'm back at work. Uh, tell me some of the crazy shit that happened. Like I saw the line outside the booth and at one point it was like, it looked like it was 50 fucking people. People are fucking coffee addicts, huh? 50, I think 50 is an understatement. I think I easily had the second longest line there next to like people trying to get into flagway. God, that is so awesome. I easily have the second biggest dick of anyone who's ever been on this podcast. <laughs> Who has the first? I don't know. I just wanted to be second at something. Hey, so did you, do, um, how do you know to, I was thinking about this um, on, on, um, on, on Friday. Are you like, Oh shit, I didn't bring enough coffee. I have two more days to go. Oh no. Saturday at like 11 o'clock in the morning, I ran out of cups. I brought like 1500 cups and like just for hot coffee, plus like another 1500 for cold coffee. And I was just, I shit the bed. And so what do you do? Just like people put their mouths under the spigot and you just give them a shot? Uh, problem solved. I went to a restaurant depot. I bought like bigger cups. They only had 600 in all of like the county. So I was like, all right, give me those. And I just went to like a regular grocery store and bought some like styrofoam cups from them. Oh God, styrofoam. You're breaking my heart. I got some, I got issues with styrofoam. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, There's it's no like, it's like complaining about snorting Coke through like a plastic straw versus a wooden straw, right? It's like, hey, do you want the coffee or not? 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, it worked out. It worked out pretty pretty good. And uh, like, uh, it, it's funny because like you see the videos of like the Daniel Brandon line, like at Rad. I'm like, okay, that that was all day for me. <laughs> uh, it was. I, I did. Where can I see that line? Is that on her Instagram account? Uh, the line for her Rad. Uh, she released it on Cooper's Instagram account, I think. I want to see that. You can never get enough of Daniel Brandon. Uh, what Co- Cooper? Type in Cooper. It's Cooper Marsh. Yeah, yeah, good dude. Finally got to meet him. Okay, I follow him now. Uh, really I see. Uh, no, I don't see. Oh, maybe it's in his story. Let me see. Maybe I don't know. Nope, I don't see it. No. Uh, okay. What if I go to Rad? Oh no! Go click on his click on his thing, and then you have to go to his very last post, his most recent post, and you just click over on the slide, and it's uh, the third slide over. Oh, you fucking ninny, Cooper! I thought you said he's a good dude, Cooper. No one wants to see pictures of you, ding dong. <laughs> if you go to the uh, the third slide, you'll you'll see you'll see uh, her out for like a split second. Wow. That's what I'm talking about. Give me some BBE. Uh, please tell me, what the fuck is she wearing? Please tell Okay. All right. It's some water pollution colors. Danielle, give me a call. Send me some photos before you go out. Give me some outfits to choose from. I'll tell you what 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 works and what doesn't work. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. That's it. Seven. I've never complained about what type of straw I'm snorting coke through. Yeah. Well, now you know. Uh, excuse me. I will only use organic wood grown from trees in Northern California when I snort a line of coke. I need a wooden straw, please. I'm not uncouth. That'll be organic. Uh, Brandon Waddell, that's the new look. You tuck your baggy shirt into your sports bra. I don't get that look. I'm of that age. Just hearing the word bra excites me. You know what I mean? Because like now it's like sports bra is not a big deal. Probably like the new generation. But I'm from the, you know what I mean? I'm like bra. That's underclothing. That's, that's like, now it's not. Uh, so, so, uh, all right. Well, I'm, I'm glad you had huge lines. I'm glad it was fun. And do you not want to be at work? Do you want to be back, uh, hustling, uh, coffee and talking to the, to, to the commoners, the common man? A hundred percent. You'd be, uh, this weekend kind of definitely not surprised me. Obviously everyone, like everyone listens to the podcast, every single person, whether you're just a regular everyday CrossFitter to the highest of high, like, up on CrossFit athletes, like every single person listens to the podcast. There's no if ands, or buts. There's no like, like again, that you guys only having twenty thousand plus subscribers is crazy in my opinion. Because everyone knows about the podcast. It's so crazy, and so like, it's yeah. This this weekend, if anything, if I tell I told Susan, it's not you. Like uh, everyone listens. Everyone. I- I can't tell you how happy that makes me. Uh, Jay Hartle, uh, Sevon used to beat off to JCPenney magazine bra section. I um, honestly didn't do that when I was in. It wasn't a big beat off person until like I went camping 
at a cabin one time with my friend, like in the eighth or ninth grade. And there were some playboy magazines left over in the cabin. And I ripped a page out of the magazine and took it home with me. It was some Asian girl. And that was it for five years. One, one sheet of paper. (laughs) (laughs) You got issues, man. I got it. But I kept it simple. I'm a simple man. I'm a simple man. I'm going to head out. I just want to say thank you again. Dude, thank you. Good talk to you guys. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Gabe. You the man. Thank you for always uh, giving me so much love, being of such great support. Uh, Yeah, you're a wonderful dude. Like he hung up. He doesn't like compliments either. No one likes compliments. It's hard taking compliments. He was talking like this. Gabe, like, like, partied too late last night. Uh, Patrick Bed David raves about Miami. He does, huh? He, he digs it. All right. Um, I got tons more, uh, but uh, it's time to go. Uh, may, let me, I'll call Brian and see if I can, um, maybe we'll do a recap show tonight. And then uh, tomorrow morning, we'll do another live call-in show. And then tomorrow evening, we have uh, Travis Bajant on. Uh, he is the father of Tyson Bajan. He's a world uh, champion arm wrestler. And his son is the, uh, what I think, in my, my between my little uh, ears, is one of the greatest college quarterbacks to ever live and is about to go into the uh, NFL draft. I saw my name somewhere. I saw my name somewhere. There it is. Jessica Valenzuela, you did good, Sevi. Thank you. Have a great day, Sevi. Thank you. Sevon, did you see PBD interview? No. I, oh, I saw the 25-minute clip where he fucks Neil up. That's the thing, man. That's another reason why it's not good to go on other people's podcasts. He makes Neil look like a douche. God damn. He's, he just he just, he just just gave that, kept giving that guy rope. I saw that. I watched like 15 minutes of that clip. It popped up somewhere for me crazy scott summers 69 69 uh mason mitchell said i'm gonna be jerking him hard already known no no uh 12 years where do they say that 12 years for what oh uh barry give rad uh 12 years of development and you'll like them and tons of money oh uh uh I think that um, AOC said the planet's only going to last another 12 years. That was a couple years ago. Oh, Brian's religious journey. I know we need to do that. Yeah. They, he fucking made Neil look like a douche or, or he, Neil walked into looking like a douche. Okay. Uh, I will see you guys this evening. I, 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 I think it's going to happen. Okay. Uh, thank you everyone. Love you guys. Caleb. Bummed you had to leave early. Uh, I won't dock your pay for it. I'll pay you for a full day. Bye-bye.